1059 The Region, in partnership with REMAX Prime Properties, present On the Market, real estate advice that works for you. Have a real estate question? Call us at 416-335-1059. Tweet us at 1059 The Region or email us at info at 1059theregion.com. You're listening to 105.9 The Region, and welcome to On the Market. This is York Region's exclusive radio real estate show. I'm station manager Tina Cortez, and my co-host and real estate expert is Asif Khan with REMAX Prime Properties. And Asif, we have a special guest joining us today. We sure do. Joining us first on the show today is Minister Jean-Yves Duclat. He's the minister in charge of the First Time Homebuyer Incentive Program, and... This program has been highly anticipated since it's been announced. So, Minister, thank you so much for joining us. Thank you so much for your warm welcome and hello to everyone listening. Maybe you can tell us a little bit about the thought process behind this program and how it came into play. Well, the thought process is indeed very important. We know that in in vibrant and diverse and growing places like in the GTA, the Greater Toronto Area, and in many other places in Canada, it's a big challenge for middle-class families, in particular younger middle-class families, to achieve their dream of first-time home ownership. And that's because you know, time is rare and money is rare, and most importantly, the cost of housing, the cost of home ownership is large and substantial, and that creates all sorts of family and stress pressures. And we, uh, we recognize this. That makes it more difficult for uh, families to settle in, to have children, to invest in their workplace, to invest in their businesses. So the, the thought process, the context is extremely important. We're facing a, a housing crisis in many places in Canada, and a particular crisis which makes it more difficult for younger middle-class families to have a first-time home. So that's why we are launching, and we, that's, in fact we launched on September the 2nd, the first-time home buyer's incentive. It's an incentive that is going to make it easier, less risky, and less costly for families to buy their first-time home. And have, you, have we had an incentive program like this in the past uh, within Canada? The answer is no. Uh, Canada never saw that. The federal government never introduced such a program. In fact, it was it has been introduced in only one other country in the world. So it's something that is quite innovative uh, in Canada. We're very proud of that. And we also are very mindful of the fact that it comes at an important time in the, uh, in the history of Canada, a time where middle-class Canadians are facing all sorts of affordability challenges. And when I travel across Canada and visit places like the GTA, uh, one of clear and strong affordability challenge is a challenge of buying a first-time home. And before we get into the nuts and bolts of the program, when does it kick in? It starts, it has started on September the 2nd, so applications are, 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 are possible since September the 2nd. It will be officially the first, um, the first uh, approval from, the, from CMHC, which is the Canada Mortgage Housing Corporation. The first approval will come on November the 1st, so uh, people listening to us today have time uh, for them to apply for the incentives. It's an important incentive. I might be able to describe it in a few moments. It's an important incentive that can reduce quite significantly the cost of, of having a first-time mortgage. Uh, it also, as I said, reduces the risk because by reducing the cost, there is more money left for other uh, everyday expenses. And it's going to help over the next three years 
approximately 100,000 uh, middle-class families buying their first-time home. Now, let's talk about the incentives as well, as you just mentioned. Now, is this also going to help people not circumvent the stress test, but maybe stretch their budget a little bit to help them qualify? Yes, that's exactly what is what is going to happen. Let me let me take an example of a a first time home buyer uh, trying to uh, to find and buy a starter home in the GTA, the Greater Toronto Area. Uh, say a five hundred thousand um, dollar mortgage or home price. If the the person seeks the incentive from the from CMHC, that person can reduce his or her or their, their mortgage cost by almost $300 per month. So for a half a million home, half a million dollar home, the mortgage cost can be lowered by almost $300 per month. That leaves, of course, more money in the pockets of that family to pay for other expenses. It also makes it easier to make that, uh, that, that stressful decision of buying a first-time home. As I said, once... Uh, the first-time home is purchased, then the family uh, has a step on the home ownership ladder and might choose at, at a later time to buy a, a more expensive or larger home or a home closer to a new workplace. So it, 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 it also builds in the ability to proceed on the home ownership ladder. And And one thing that we're seeing out in the field over the last few years is people are you know, to call it the term uh, house poor because they're putting all of their eggs into their the house basket and, and they're not able to afford a car or anything like that and they're just saying, I just want to buy a house. I don't need a car right now. This incentive could almost let them afford a, a little car with the extra $300 or so that they save. That's right because it's, a, it's both exciting and stressful to buy a home, especially a first-time home. And the part of the stress comes to the fact that families need extra money to pay for all sorts of other things that are absolutely essential in life. So uh, families do consider what is left uh, for themselves after they, pay, after they pay their mortgage costs. By reducing the mortgage cost by almost $300 per month, that leaves money for other things that, that families obviously, obviously need to pay for. Now, who is eligible for this incentive, and can it be applied to any property they want to purchase? No, it's, uh, it's, it's targeted to uh, middle class and in particular younger middle class families, those that struggle most in achieving their, their dream of home ownership. The maximum household income is $120,000. The total mortgage um, cannot exceed four times that mortgage cost. If you add the down payment uh, that uh, uh, families will, will also want to make, you can purchase a home, a home approximately up to approximately $560,000, which is a, a home that most uh, starter, most middle class, younger middle class families would want to consider for their first time home purchases. Now, you also need to be a first time home buyer. And, uh, and apart from that, um, you are eligible. Now, the the uh, contribution of CMHC, the Canada Mortgage Housing Corporation, must be repaid at no interest and no penalty whenever the house is sold or no later than 25 years after the house is purchased or any time uh, before at the choice of the family, again, at no interest and no penalty. 
So for someone that has a household income of $120,000, they can afford a mortgage of $480,000. And you're saying if they had 20% down, that's $80,000. So they just need to have $40,000 and the government contribution is going to be $40,000. So that's approximately the uh, the calculation. So it's, it's, it's exactly that for a new home. It's a 10% incentive. The incentive for a new home is larger than for an existing home because one of the uh, objectives of the incentive is to encourage home builders to to build more of those types of starter homes that typically middle class and younger families can afford when they buy their first time home. So we are designing this to make it uh, more attractive for home buyer home builders to build those homes that are more attractive to first time home buyers. Now, looking at the price points, if you have 120000 and you can purchase a new home up to 560000 we're pretty much, are we trying to drive traffic outside of the GTA? Is, is this going to help other communities, smaller communities, build up? Uh, you know, what's the, what was the thought process behind the price points? The incentive will be valuable across Canada. It will benefit all communities. And it will even benefit those communities that uh, where currently it's, 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 it's quite difficult, again, for middle-class families to think about buying a first-time home and therefore to think about staying in that community for longer. So I hear and you hear uh, many, many families wondering whether they, they have a future in their community. They like where they live. They like where their children grow. They, they like where they work but they sometimes don't have a home and sometimes ask themselves whether it's possible for them to, uh, to dream of buying a home in that community and therefore settling in for, a long, for the long term. So in the GTA, as elsewhere in Canada, those middle-class families, again, typically younger families, will now have this additional incentive towards building their first-time home, investing in their families, investing in their communities, over the longer term. Now, the timing of this incentive may seem suspect to some. You know, Canadians will be heading to the polls later this, uh, later this fall, and there are those who suggest that this is just about buying votes. What do you want to say to those folks? So it's not new. It's been a key uh, feature of our mandate because when we invest in the ability of middle-class Canadians to develop themselves, to invest in themselves, everyone benefits, including the economy, uh, as you know, uh, the economy is doing really well, and that's because middle class Canadians have more money in their pockets now than in 2015. Now, that doesn't mean that it's easy for everyone, and that's therefore why we have introduced a further incentive uh, to help, in particular in this case, millennial uh, Canadians and younger Canadians, you know, just achieve the dream that other generations uh, found it found it easier to dream. To, to achieve when the price of, uh, of home ownership was lower. Mr. Minister, consumer confidence has certainly been boosted by the announcement of this program, and people have been waiting for this all summer because it was announced a few months ago. Do you see that this program could have the potential to be expanded beyond first-time home ownership? Yes, you're, you're correct, Sis. Uh, this has been uh, expected and waited for for a few weeks and few months. As you said at the start, and as we said at the start, this is the first time ever that CMHC introduces such an incentive. So it did take a few weeks and months to design it, 
of course, in collaboration with the banking sector and, and mortgage brokers and real estate agents. And you're correct in, uh, in signaling that if it works well, and I think it will work well. In fact, I'm convinced it will work well because uh, every person I've listened to in, among professionals has been saying that this is a great idea. I think we'll be able, and we'll, we'll be able to and we'll want to extend it after the next uh, three years. So we still have to see how it evolves and how we can improve it over the next three years. Uh, we expect 100,000 families to benefit from that. But in a few years from now, we'll have to see, to see uh, whether we want to continue it and, in fact, whether we want to make it even better. Thank you so much for chatting with us, Mr. Minister. If our listeners want more information about this first-time homebuyer incentive, where can they find it? Well, the easiest place to look to is called a place to call home. So place to call home.ca. Place to call home.ca is a website where all the information can be found. Otherwise, uh, people can also talk to their banking uh, agents, uh, mortgage brokers, a real estate agents. All of these professionals have been informed and you can rely on their uh, professional advice to, to, prop, to benefit from this important incentive. Thank you, Steve, and thank you, Dina. Thank you, Mr. Minister. When we come back, how the first-time homebuyer incentive works in real life. Stay with us. You're listening to On the Market on 105.9 The Region. Need to connect with Asif Khan from REMAX Prime Properties? Call him, 416-985-Khan. That's 416-985-5426. Or email asif at thehomeshop.ca. Now, back to On the Market on 105.9 The Region. You're listening to 105.9 The Region. Welcome back to On the Market, York Region's only radio real estate show. I'm station manager Tina Cortez, and my co-host is Asif Khan with REMAX Prime Properties. Thank you, Tina. Joining us next on the show from the Integrity Tree is our regular Asif Kasim. Asif, welcome back. Hey, thanks, guys. Asif, there's been a lot of talk uh, on this show and even before about this new home buyer incentive program, and we wanted to pick your brain as to what's really happening out there and, and what your clients are asking you for. Is there a, a lot of buzz around this program, and, and what type of questions are you getting? Well, the beauty is I have seen an uptick in the amount of calls and emails being sent over to us, uh, significantly more than anticipated, which is great. I think it's giving a lot of hope to people, which is a f- another fantastic thing. That's a good Consumer thing. confidence is always important. Uh, there, I, I understand the purpose behind the program, and I believe it will help some. I think one of the things that we have to be cautious about is will this help people purchase homes in the GTA because of the housing price? There is a marginal impact in terms of affordability. It lowers your monthly payment, so your ratios are a little bit better, so you can afford to buy a little bit more. But that may be more applicable outside of the boundaries of the GTA where you're getting into lower housing prices. In Toronto, Toronto proper, GTA, the, the suburbs, it still may not be feasible to, to do this. What about those that say, you know, we're never happy. We complained about the stress test, and now this program still isn't helping buyers? What do you think about that? I, I think you're always going to have that. But there's always an adjustment period as well until people figure out what really is happening with these programs. There's always a two- to three-month uh, lag, and it's kind of good that this program starts on November 1st. So we're starting to see all those questions now. So I think people are starting to get their feet wet with the program, finding out what they can do, what they can't do. There's a lot of talk of, 
you know, people commenting and, and saying, well, if I'm buying a new build and the government is putting 10% down, then I'll put 10% down. That's a total of 20% down. Then I don't have to pay the CMHC premium or the Genworth premium. But that's incorrect, right? That's incorrect. You have This program only works if you put less than 20% down. So if you're doing 15%, 10%, those work. Uh, if you're putting 10% and it's a new build, the government won't give you 10% on top of that. And and also with these programs, the there is a premium involved. The, the bank has to protect themselves. So you have to pay that insurance premium, and that gets added on to your mortgage. Yes, it does. And it gets stretched out over 25 years. So you're not paying out of pocket up front. The beauty about this program is I can see condos within GTA, uh, they'll start to increase in sales because they're a lot more affordable. You're not going to see it happen significantly within the housing market, but definitely within condos, you'll see an uptick. You know, and one of the questions that we had for the minister earlier in the show was, is this something that, you know, is it a program that's put into place to drive people to smaller markets, to smaller centers, in order to help alleviate the demands from a, tr- a market like Toronto? Definitely. Definitely, I can see it as being one of the key factors as to why this was put into place. We also have to take into account that a lot of the jobs are still in Toronto. So, so then how realistic is this program? Exactly. Now people have to commute back and forth. So I see the intention and I see the good behind it. Now let's see how it plays out over the next three months, like you said. Now, we often talk about the center of the universe, Toronto, but what about in other markets across the country? Will it be more help there then? I can definitely see across Canada in smaller markets where housing is much different. I've heard of homes in the Windsor and London region where they're going for 250, 300. That will definitely help an uptick in their sales. I can see that for sure. And, and even if you look, if you're talking about the country, if you look at places like the Maritimes where, you know, three or four hundred thousand dollars gets you a great house, the, the prairie provinces, even, even parts of Alberta, I mean, you've got huge masses of population that that are going to those areas or are buying in those areas and they could actually benefit from this because the price points are much more affordable yes for sure and and the government's put aside a significant amount i believe it's like 1.25 billion or something of that nature so it's not like they've given us a limited amount they've given us lots of money to play with but i think the impact will be seen more across the rest of the country and smaller areas. And we've talked about the positives of this program. What are some of the negatives then? And I know beyond being maybe pushed out of the city center, what are some of the other negatives of the program? Well, one thing is it still doesn't apply to if you're self-employed. Because I would say the last I heard, it was about 50% of Canadians have some degree of self-employed content to their income. Well, if you don't verify your income, it's not going to work. You won't be able to get insured. So that's still keeping you out of the market. And Asif, are you going to see investors starting to put properties under their children's names? Because in order to take advantage of this program, does it make sense for them to do that and, and rent out these properties? Anytime there's a new policy, there is there are those who will look for loopholes, how to utilize that policy to the best of their ability for gains. So, yes, I can see something like that happening. Um, at the end of the day, there are still going to be checks and balances in place to ensure that there's not too much manipulation, but you'll only know this after the fact. They're not going to know in advance. Now, you would suggest then a first-time homebuyer should explore this opportunity, right? Talk to the experts and figure out, do I qualify? Does it work for me? 
A hundred percent. I think everybody who was on the fence, who is a first-time home buyer, should explore this. See if it works for them. And if it doesn't, at least you can set up a game plan for what do we do to get where we want to be. Because that is always the first step. Oh, for sure. But getting a pre-approval and ensuring, you know, that you have a game plan is definitely the first thing you want to do towards home ownership. And, and the other thing is the household income. It has to be less than one hundred twenty thousand dollars before taxes. What does one hundred twenty thousand get you normally, and what would it get you now? You're probably looking in the, I would say the five six hundred thousand dollar purchase price range uh, for one hundred twenty thousand. I mean, we still have to take into a, uh, account their monthly debts. What type of car payments, credit cards, things of that nature. Uh, these are all other factors you have to take into account as well. So then you might qualify then for um, a condo, a new build condo, right, Asa? Yeah, under the traditional rules, you would qualify for a traditional condo, which is the same price point. And, you know, I'm, I'm trying to get to the, the point being, if you don't have any other debt, is that's what you're going to qualify for. And even with this program, you're going to qualify to be able to use this program if you don't have a lot of extra debt. If you have a car payment, if you have a student loan, How's that going to affect this? Well, funny you say that. I had a client last night that I spoke to, and the income was fine. The down payment was fine. The program would have worked. The challenge was there was so much additional debt, like OSAP, student line of credit, and a significant car payment that just made this not qualify anymore. So you have to – this is more along the lines of education and financial management. You have to understand the more debt you have, the more, more complicated it is to get qualified. And for that client, is that person out of the game or do they have other options? They are actually out of the game because their monthly debt load is too significant. They have to remove some of those debt payments. And one one more question. Now, Asif, realistically, looking at this program, what percentage of the people that are going to apply for this program will get approved for this program? To be honest with you, that's very, very hard to see. I, I would say it's a smaller percentage. Uh, we have to take into account what are the income levels across the board and also how, what are the housing prices or the cost of homes. Uh, I can only speak to Toronto and GTA. I, I couldn't tell you what it would be like across the country, uh, but I still suspect this will impact a lot of people, but I still think it's a smaller percentage of population. So it's a nice idea. I'm not sure how impactful it will be. What an interesting topic. And and I know Tina's phones are going to be ringing off the hooks at the station here. But Asif, if people want to get a hold of you directly to ask questions about this program, what's the best way they can do that? They can contact us at www.integritytreat.ca. Awesome. Thanks again, Asif. And we'll see you next month. When we come back, we get to your real estate questions and this week's hot listing. You're listening to 1059 Region. Stay with us. Need to connect with Asif Khan from Remax Prime Properties? Call him, 416-985-Khan. That's 416-985-5426. Or email asif at thehomeshop.ca. Now, back to On the Market on 105.9 The Region. Welcome back to On the Market, York Region's exclusive radio real estate show on 105.9 The Region. I'm station manager Tina Cortez, and my co-host is Asif Khan with Remax Prime Properties. And time now for our listener questions. The first one comes from James in Markham. He is a regular listener to the show, but needs a few reminders about what areas he should focus on in his home as he prepares to sell. Asif, over to you. Great questions, James. And, you know, it's Basically, the power areas in your home are going to be the kitchen, the bathrooms, 
and maybe some sort of entertaining area like a family room or even if it's a larger master bedroom suite on suite type thing you want to make sure that as people walk through your house they're being drawn in they want to look at the rest of the house so the kitchen for sure it's going to be first and foremost granite counters or uh, some sort of upgrades with cabinets is what people look for Tiles are also important. You know, do you have the older style tiles? Have you upgraded them? Light fixtures. These are smaller cosmetic type of repairs that will really enhance the value of your house. But these smaller cosmetic enhancements, as you call them, are also expensive. And I had a colleague here at the radio station who was getting ready to sell his home and was really reluctant about investing in this house that he was leaving behind. How do you convince the client that this is a good investment to make? It's kind of like when you walk in through a builder's model home. They have certain things in there that want to uh, make you stay into the home and and let you look at these features. You want to take as much attention away from possible upgrades that people are going to be thinking about. And if it's an $8 light fixture replaced by a $20 light fixture, you're going to get that value back. It's the same thing with tiling. I mean, tiling is a little bit more work to change but if you if you've got carpet and you want to put in hardwood floor it's a huge upgrade that will get you the value back all right so you've got to convince those clients that this is a good investment to make exactly you got to show the value all right our next question comes from marcus and king he lives in an older home on a large property he is seeing all the development around him and wants to know how does he attract the attention and maximize the value of this land and sell it Again, a great question, Marcus. Some great questions this week. With the older homes in those areas, you're you're starting to see some rejuvenation. You're starting to see people tear down some of these older homes and and rebuild larger homes. You want them to see the space. So you want to clean up your yard first and foremost. You don't want any, you know, old cars sitting around. You want them to see and appreciate the value that the the larger lot has to offer. That takes a lot of the focus off the house itself because Even if the house needs work, the reality is people are going to come in and either build over it or or expand it. Likely be a teardown, right? Maybe even a teardown. So if you can focus on the lot itself, that's going to get you a lot of attention. All right. Asif, if our listeners want to connect with you directly, how can they do that? They can contact me at 416-985-CON. That's 416-985-5426. And just before we go, this week's hot listing and joining us next is Heather Cooper from Remax Prime Properties. Heather, over to you. Thanks, Tina. This week's hot listing is a massive detached home located at 23 Fonda Road in Markham. That's at Middlefield and Denison. When I say this home is massive, it's huge, guys. It's almost 3,000 square feet plus a 1,600-square-foot basement. It's got a total of seven bedrooms, six bathrooms. And the basement has a three-bedroom basement apartment. Wow. Yeah, great area, too. You know, you're, you're right by Markham Road. Easy to get to the 407, easy to get down to the 401. You've got the mosque, the church right around you, all the shopping. You've got Costco, Canadian Tire, Staples. So Heather mentioned that this is a massive home, an extra large home. Is there actually a market for this type of, is it called an executive home? It, they used to be called executive homes. Now they're, uh, you know, for, for extended families. And, and there's a huge market for this because you've got, you know, seniors that are selling their property so their kids can purchase a home, allowing their kids to live in the main areas. And then this home still gives you a three-bedroom apartment in the basement. So if you're a young family that's moving in to enjoy the, the top two floors of this home, you could rent out the basement and 
for a three bedroom basement apartment, you're looking at some good money. You're looking at maybe two thousand, twenty four hundred dollars for the basement apartment itself. And then you've still got the other space in the house for yourself. Or if you've got a couple of families moving in, this is perfect. And we're seeing a lot of that even for people that are renting. Now, some people want like a, a multifamily home that they want to rent. So as an investor, this could be also a great opportunity because you've got two units to rent out. Sounds like a win-win situation. So, Heather, one more time, the highlights of this property and where our listeners can get more information. The price on this one is $1,299,000. With that said, it's a fantastic price. The house needs a little bit of work. It's all cosmetic. The roof has just been done. The central air conditioning, the furnace, all in 2017. So, again, at $1,299,000, it's a steal. And for more information, they can contact Mohammed Rahman at 905-554-5522. Awesome. Thanks, Heather. That's our show for this week. Remember, if you need to connect with Asif Khan or if you missed any part of On the Market, go to our website, 1059theregion.com. Thanks for listening. Need to connect with Asif Khan from REMAX Prime Properties? Call him, 416-985-Khan. That's 416-985-5426. Or email asif at thehomeshop.ca.